What's going on versus community? It's your boy Cell here with my co-host. Hey everybody, it's your boy Shavern. Yeah, so we bring in an impromptu team Apex for the Win podcast. We've waited seventy days and seventy nights in the in the long, dark, parched, hot desert of no spoilers for over a month, and finally, finally, the versus gods has bestowed upon us some fantastic previews. So let's get into it. Been way First too call. long. Way too long, man. Way too long. And and that, here's my thing. Here's my thing. We waited so long. I don't have time to to really process if these are good previews or not. I don't want to make the assumption they're good previews. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I this, know exactly this, what you mean. You know, you could you could you just sit here taking it and guzzling it in, and then you come back like, man, this mess was terrible. Like, no, I, I, I'm looking at it like, okay, I had a data process, and I think these are actually some good previews. So the first set that we get in for the next Infinity War arc, which will be um, covering three teams, Avengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Supervillains. So the first set that we're getting is Avengers, and it'll be next month in February. Um, I think it said on cool stuff in miniature market February 27th or something like that is when it'll come in. So that means we should be getting some, a decent amount of previews. Um, we'll be getting... I'm Avengers. good with that. Was that? that? I'm definitely good with that. Oh, for sure. For sure. So looks like we'll be getting Avengers first. Got five cards yesterday from uh, Danny and Ben at Super Awesome Games. So the first preview we have is uh, in the Infinity War story arc is Cosmic Avengers. First card, Black Knight. Black Knight is a three-cost Avengers character with flight. He has Combat Master, which means while he's in combat, uh, enemy players can't play plot twists. One of my favorite keywords. He's, his stats are 2-4 and 2 health. He also has a superpower, Wielder of the Ebony Blade. Build phase ability, it's a blue. Search your deck for the Ebony Knight equipment and equip it to Black Knight. So what's your thoughts on that, Vern? It's a three-cost character. It has Combat Master. And uh, most characters that have Combat Master are... Their stats are a little bit weak. This one, though, I think is a little bit way underpowered. 2-4 uh, on a three-drop is not very good. And then, you know, using the blue to get the Ebony Blade, that's cool. You know, because you can get the process started. It's another way to pull a, an equipment card out of your deck. Uh, if you if you see what, you know, some of the other cards we're going to preview do, you know, it's a good thing to get the process started and to pull as many equipment out of your deck as possible. But uh, even yeah. equipping uh, the Ebony Blade to Black Knight, I just don't really see, you know, where this is something that's, like, overpowering. I don't know. I I, I, the, the, the stats are just so weak on this card, man, for a three drop. I just no, don't. I agree. Yeah. Now, so, here's, here's where I think I, I agree with everything you said, the negatives as far as the, the bad stats and stuff like that. I think one of the ways that he's able to assist is one combat master. So if you're dealing with somebody that's a problem, um, they're not going to be able to think again or dramatic interest their way out of this combat. They're going to take it to the face. You know, um, I also like that he has two health because that means I can pull two ebony blades. He gets stunned. I pull another one out. Right. Also keep in mind, 
if you have Peggy Peggy Carter out, he only costs two. That's true. To be able to play an equipment on somebody else. So he'll cost two. You can play the equipment on somebody else, or uh, you can play him, bring um, Falcon in for free. You know, so it's a lot going on. Um, like I said, I think that three cost is deliberately telling us, hey, they, they designed this a certain way. Right. You know, so I think that's that's part of what that is. Well, um, you know, I also oh, good. You know, you know, just going back with what I'm saying, I'm not saying that he's not useful in any way. Because, I mean, right. If you just look at him, I'm just saying if you if you just look at value, it's like, OK, you know, I don't really know, you know, if he's great or anything like that. Now, mm-hmm. depending on the type of deck you're building, if you're building a swarm deck of, of some sort, uh, and or you using him to assist in a team attack, you know, of course, something like that really comes in handy. Uh, right, right. So, you know, plus the, the ability of what the Ebony Blade can do with him team attacking, right? You, can turn a, you know, you can make make it worth your while to play him. I'm just saying, right. if his value was like, yeah, he's underpowered. Oh yeah, uh, no, definitely, definitely. Pay the blue, you get an ebony blade on him. He's still underpowered. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's interesting too that it's a blue ability because there's no way that Thor wants to spend this blue to use ebony blade. You know what That's I mean? True. Because it's like Thor is going to spend a blue, and then you're going to spend a blue to get an ebony blade to do what? flip a blue back over now that doesn't make any sense you you know what i'm saying so um obviously he's he's been designed so that he's probably not going to be the best pick for a thor deck unless he's a tech card and you see somebody's like going to get dark phoenix or something like that and uh you want him to just uh, start taking stuff out of your deck or you want to start uh keep him alive let's say you got captain america because he has leader you know, you want to keep him alive to make sure that he can flip as much stuff over as possible, you know. Or if you even see my thing is, as I'm thinking about it, I think in Combat Master is really where it's at. I don't think um, Ebony Blade is what the deal is. I think it's really Combat Master, because if you can use Combat Master a lot, you really can just keep people at bay. And now it's like, OK, your plot twists are useless, you know. <laughs> So you, every every time somebody you are plays, keeping a lot of people at bay with two or four. <laughs> right, right. You know, like I said, if you got leader or something, and you can redirect the hit away from him. You know, with uh, you know, I'm just thinking of different different uses for him. I do understand how Ebony Blade goes and um, can get KO'd off of him and give Black Panther XP, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I noticed right. that with it being a build phase ability. That means you can't use his ability for Prowler because Prowler only uses main phase in combat. So I thought, okay, that was a well, a very good design choice instead of um, putting a couple of these dudes in a deck with Prowler and ditching it and then having Prowler flip stuff over. You know, um, I do understand right. the control aspect of it because obviously, as we talk about Ebony Blade in a second. Um, you flipping something of theirs face down to flip something of yours face up, there obviously is a, a control aspect there that's uh, oh, messing man. up people's resources. Really? There, so, there, there's a potential for all types of shenanigans going on with these cars. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. So, 
Um, let's see what the, the next card says as I accidentally close my the blog. Okay, so now the next card is Ebony Blade. One cost equipment. Uh, gotta admit the art is pretty tight. Um, Mystic Link. The Ebony Blade can only be equipped to a character named Black Knight or Black Panther, Merlin's Magic. When the equipped character strikes, you may turn an enemy an enemy basic location face down. If you do, you may turn a face down basic location on your side with the same type face up. So, uh, simply put, fa- same type means it doesn't matter what the name of it is. If it's uh, Valverdin Jungle, if it's... Um, Fury 161 or whatever that green is from the alien set. Um, it doesn't matter if it's uh, Fortress. All of them are green. So that's the type. So right. um, you can turn your type face up and their type face down. You know. So um, I thought that this was, this was kind of interesting because of the control aspect of it. Right. But I also noticed it's not a token. It does go in the deck. And it's not one of a kind, so you can't play four of them. So I thought, I thought for control decks that's going to be playing Black Knight or Black Panther, this is going to have some serious repercussions on how people build decks. Uh, what's your thoughts, bro? All right. So before we even get into the second power, let's let's analyze the first power because I think it matters, and it oh, really it depends on um, how upper deck is thinking as far as designing the cards. There are multiple mm-hmm. Black Knights, and there are multiple Black Panthers. Right. So it's actually possible to have multiple versions of Black Knight and Black Panther on the field if they create those cards and just have right. a flood of Ebony Blades out there just <laughs> just yeah. wrecking all types of havoc with the resource role and, and recurring your own. So, yeah. you know, that's something I, that I thought about when I first saw it. Uh, you know, if they make a Shuri version of Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's there's a Dame Whitman Black Knight. There are a couple other Black Knights that have, uh, you know, had Ebony Blade. So it's possible that, you know, we could have all types of foolishness here just with that Mystic Lake power. We were talking about the fact that they have, there are multiple Dame, multiple uh, Black Knights and Black Panthers. So it's possible you could have, if they wanted to, you could have all four Ebony Blades with two black knights and two black panthers on the field. Oh, yeah. Wrecking havoc with your opponent's resource row and then, you know, recurring your own uh, location. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Because the, um, um, you could always just have the, um, I forget the, the keyword, like Miles Morales and Peter Parker on the, on the same side. Right. Yeah. The mantles. Yeah, yeah. The mantles. That's it. Yeah. But even even with that, one of the things I think that's interesting about it is that um, this I don't think it's going to be a problem putting this into some type of control deck. Like, say, for example, um, you put this in Quake, you could put this in. Um, because you can just for a sadistic choice. Um like I said, I, I definitely think it's some utility that's there, and I think that's reasons why they limited to two characters. But I don't think that they're only going to have just those two characters. They, they're probably going to have more than that. I just don't like equipment that don't give me a tactical advantage. 
especially after we've had something as awesome as Active Camo. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Active Camo has given me a tactical advantage, and it's also given me a technical advantage with two keywords that actually do something. You know what I mean? And then it's an offensive keyword and a defensive keyword. So it's, it's like, okay, how important is it for me to flip my resources back face up? Well, that, that depends. So you, you just mentioned if Quake, if Quake can, fix, can flip her resources up and down every turn, like if she, if she had like an Ebony Blade character out there, she was able and right. you giving me the ability to aftershock every turn, or Charlie Twenty Seven every turn, or Mister Sinister every turn. That's that's ridiculous, man. She loves something like that. So like, it really just depends on the deck. Right, right. And I think that's why they limit it to what character it can be equipped to, um, because I'm wondering with the wording of Mystic Link, can that that three drop. Um, what's his name? Echo? Um, I forget the three drop that flips the yellow and moves the equipment around. Uh, I don't remember his name. <laughs> but not, you know what I'm talking about. Enough. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I'm wondering because it says it can only be equipped to a character named Black Knight or Black Panther. But once it's out, is it still checking for that? I don't think so because so, I don't think uh, transferring it is equipping it. Gotcha, gotcha. But I really don't so, know. That'll that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. How um, if if people can can come up with a combo where they can use Black Knight to bring the blade out and then use the other dude to move it over. You know, it's a lot of yeah. Depending on how well, depending on how how expensive it can be versus the control aspect of it. Because you're you're flipping it down, flipping down an opponent's resource. Right. That's definitely going to come in handy. And then once people lock their hand up and they start putting characters in the resource row, you're just going to start dumping characters from their hand. You know, more decks like this is just going to have Emma Frost in it on six as a tech card. You know what I mean? So they're either going to they're going to put the resource, the location in the resource row, and immediately use it, or they're just going to keep it in their hand. And then you're just going to start picking it from their hand. You know? So, it's definitely a, a technical equipment. I think it will definitely come in handy. Um, so now, finally, finally, we get to Black Panther. Finally have a main character, Black Panther, for the Avengers. Uh, level 1 Black Panther, Avengers team affiliation... His stats are 3, 4, 5 health. He's bulletproof, which means even a character with range can't strike Black Panther, even in melee combat. And he has leap, which means that he has flight on your turn. Uh, he has passing down the knowledge. His level up, he needs 6 XP. When one or more equipment, plot twists, or K, uh, supporting characters are putting your KO pile from anywhere, Black Panther gains an XP. Um... I think the card is ridiculously awesome. I, I love this card. Um, you know, I usually don't like characters with five health, but his his ability seems so easy to level up. And Bulletproof and Leap is just a ridiculous combination of keywords. 
It really you know, is. <laughs> that, that that legit shuts down some whole Thor decks because they're sitting there behind Thor saying, okay, we'll have range while Thor blocks with flight. Okay, fine, but now your characters with range can't even attack Black Panther. So now what are you going to do? They can attack him. Yeah, they, they just they just can't strike, which which is right. which is an important point. Which is an important point. So it's like now, okay, now now what do you do? You you know what I mean? Um, some of these decks for Thor have nothing but a, a ton of range characters in them. You know, uh, Scarlet Witch or Dagger and and uh, Hyvo, Elsa, uh, Tildor, Punisher, Massacre. You know, they got a ton of lethal and range, and it's like these characters aren't doing anything to Black Panther. You know? And if you the really want characters wrestle, are important. They right, are important exactly. to the game. Exactly. And if you really want to mess people up, they can attack with range, and then you pop up and put hidden weapons on Black Panther. You, you, know, what you know what's crazy? It's, it's a potent combination because okay, so range characters, they can't, they can't protect themselves from Black Panther either. So on top of not being able to hurt Black Panther, now let's like you use Thor for an example. So that means Thor basically is the one that's gonna have to deal with Black Panther basically solo. So right. even once right. once he attacks Black Panther, uh you know, he still is, is setting himself up uh, to be taken out. I mean not that Leap is gonna do anything special. Right. But if you can uh find a way to get to his back row you can deal with his back row without any rip repercussion. Or you mm-hmm. can just have, you know, whoever's supporting Black Panther to just deal with Thor. Well, he just takes out, you know, all of the people in the back without any fear of being stunned. That's, yeah, yeah. Because I thought, yeah, bulletproof is just a ridiculous keyword. It's just a ridiculous keyword. Because, I mean, Leap is more balanced. Because Black Panther doesn't fly. I understand why they have him at Leap. But Bulletproof just seems like a ton of characters, a ton of characters just will not be able to deal with Black Panther at all. You know, so I definitely see him being a threat. Then this this passing down the knowledge to level him up. It reminds me of uh, Loki from Supervillains. How you have to play a plot twist in order to level him up. Right. But now you have more options. Anytime uh, one or more equipment, plot twists, or supporting characters put in the KO pile from anywhere, Black Panther gains an XP. So that means if you had a Prey character out and you played um, Death Trap from the resource row, that going into the KO pile is giving Black Panther XP. So many ways, man. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's so many ways for him to... You could just have Black Panthers and Calls and power him up and, and ditch your hand and level him up possibly on the first turn. It's possible. It's definitely you know, possible. Because if they make if they make another supporting Black Panther character, Black Panther will be power 12. Right. So now it's like, okay, I can power him up, level him up, play leader on two as a Mulligan condition, flip the yellow, refill my hand, let's go. Oh, look, I still have bulletproof and, and leap and, and all this other stuff. You know, it, it, 
dude, this. I definitely want to see if people are going to gravitate to this, you know, because, um, like I said, I'm excited for it. But now here's the thing I think is uh, even more interesting is his level two. So level two, he, of course, still has bulletproof and leap. He, he jumps up from three, four stats. He doubles them to six, eight. He still has five health. He has commune with the ancestors, which is a build phase yellow. Put an equipment, plot twist or supporting character from your KO pile into your hand. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Because if you got somebody like Black Knight on the field that's snatching stuff out of the deck, even if it's just the Ebony Blade, keep in mind, if he can use that that blue ability twice, that's a whole nother draw phase for you. You know what I mean? You've taken two cards out of your deck, and anything that he needs, he's just going to be able to go in the KO pile and get it. And there aren't that many characters that are going to be able to eliminate the entire KO pile. You know, Spike Leviathan can do it, but he can only do it once. Right. You know, and then with it being a yellow, that means that leader is already on team. Uh, not on team, but on, on color for you to refill your hand. You know, uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, first of all, I love the stats. Six and eight is awesome to me. Uh, yep. Same as same as Falconer. It means he's a viable attacker even without being boosted by equipment. And at the same time, his defense is ridiculous. So you already know how Falconer can get just by leveling up. Any type yep. of counters on him, it's too big. If you get any type of equipment on him, he's big. And then that power, I mean, just the flavor of how it, it, it fits. Like we've always talked about, you know, how can actually make Black Panther actually be Black Panther in the card game, because as you know, uh, Black Panther has, I was saying that, uh, you know, that's the flavor of it. Uh, we, we always talked about how they could actually make Black Panther and do him justice. You know, in the comic books, Black Panther is is known for being smart, for being a powerful fighter, uh, for having connections to Mystic Universe as well, as well as Master of Technology. And the way they, they seem to do it flavor-wise is they allowed him to do Basically, go on the KO pile and get whatever you need. Right. So, I mean, right. I just think it fits the character, and you can just build so many types of decks with this ability. Yeah. When you put yeah. Black Panther on the field, the person in front of you is not going to be able to tell you know what you're trying to do until you actually start doing it. Right. I agree. Because there's so many directions he can go with this. With him having bulletproof and leap. He can work with uh, the company and use the, the rifle and give himself range. So he'll have range and leap on the same turn and have other people blocking for him. He could use the company to give um, the power loader and be gigantic uh, massively. He'd be huge with the power loader on him. Um, I mean, he could work with predators. I mean, him with an active camo, he'd have bulletproof leap. Stealth and dodge and plus two plus two. It's ridiculous, man. When you think about it, <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, like this dude is a trip, man. It is. And, and here's the thing: a lot of people don't don't mention, but because he doesn't have a lot of, uh, he's only using yellow on his level two. 
which means he doesn't need a lot of locations because he doesn't need a lot of locations that completely changes how you build him. Well, what you can do, you can use four Wakandas, four yellows, and four wilds. Yeah, that's true. So what you'll be doing is you'll just be using the, you know, to go from the from your deck with the Wakandas and then you can use the rest of it to get grab stuff out of your KO power that goes you know that you lost during your uh, combat that's true that's true now my, my issue with that is like Major Kusanagi says when you over specialize you breed a weakness if you're relying on Wakanda because Wakanda has to be used by your main character and you're relying on Black Panther to flip the yellow then that means, okay, your, your main character now has to do everything. I personally don't, don't agree with that. So, yeah, I would use some yellows, but maybe, maybe you wouldn't use all the yellows because this is a level two ability. I think depending on the deck people are trying to make, that would determine how many yellows they're going to have in the deck. Because well, I, if they I, I have four yellows in my deck, because I'm, I need to use his level two ability. <laughs> oh no, I agree. No, I'm saying as far as um, if you use Ebony Blade in the deck, you're going to have basics, you know. But if you use, um, um, and then like they said, well, we'll talk about it in a second about Wakanda. But you can use right. the Wilds for Wakanda. Well, depending right. on the type of deck I'm trying to build, like say for example, Warren Officer Ripley back in the day. Warren Officer Ripley had Wilds and had Earth, and everything, all the other locations were Wilds. So every time they played Kane, 100% of the time, they were going to get an Earth. Well, you could do the same thing with Black Panther. If the rest of your locations are Wilds, and you're just going to play these yellows, so any other color, somebody else is going to use the Wild for it, but he's going to only use the basic. So every time you attack with the ebony blade, you know you're flipping a, a yellow back over, and then you're going to be able to go in the KO pile and get what you need. Right. You know? And then I think, too, how many Wakandas do you actually need? Because if he's getting stuff from the KO pile, once you actually snatch the location of the equipment that you need, how many yellows do you have to have? You know, how many, how many Wakandas do you have to have, rather? I'd be lying if I told you I worked all this stuff out in my head. I, I'm not even close to that point yet. <laughs> oh, no. So. This is just, just uh, theorizing, <laughs> just questions to throw out. Because I'm like, okay. It, it, and this, is, of course, depends on what character you're playing with. Since we're talking about Black Panther, we're asking this question. you know. But a, a different deck may need four Wakandas because they need to search for those equipment. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they because they need to search for those equipment, then they need those Wakandas that changes the game for them. You know, um, I definitely see Red Skull using four Wakandas. Uh, I definitely yeah. see him, you know, <laughs> he, he's definitely going to be using four Wakandas because he's getting them cubes ASAP. Every single chance he get, he's getting those cubes. I think Wakanda and Red Skull, they, they about to be like peanut butter and jelly. So, um, interesting, interesting Red Skull decks might actually come out of bringing Wakanda into the picture. Since you brought that up, you know, I was going to wait to, I was going to wait to bring the, to uh, talk about this when you, you know, read Wakanda. But, yeah, I'm, Black, I'm Panther, reading now. Black Panther is now the only MC that can recur uh, 
those uh those cubes with just a flip of a yellow now. So he yep. can get constant reuse out of those cubes if he wants to. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting too, because if you play with Hydra and you use the cubes on Black Panther, he can get the cubes back. So I, I definitely thought that was that was interesting. Because, uh, yeah, Red's going to be able to use him, and he'll be 10-10. But a Charlie 27 or Iron Fist to the face is going to eliminate that cube. And then, you know, what what is Red Skull going to do then? Use Rocket to get the cube back? You know, but yeah, Black Panther being able to get the cube out the KO pile means that he's going to constantly, those cubes are going to constantly be a threat. Right. You know, so uh, his stats are ridiculous. But he actually feels like more of a control character, because if you got the cubes and Ebony Blade in the deck, you're just wrecking people's hand, deck, board, K, you know, uh, uh, resource row. Um, there's there's just so much utility, especially for a character with six eight. Like I wish I wish Zemo had these stats. You know? <laughs> I love it, man, because it's so like there's if you can find the the proper build for it, the proper setup for it. You can truly make him an impressive character that not only is he doing damage in combat, but he's messing up your resource roles. Depending on what equipment he's you're running, he can really control pretty much any aspect of the game that he wants, depending on how you build it. So I can't wait and to then, get my hands on this character, man. Oh, for sure. And I'm thinking too, like characters uh equipment like Combi Stick, because Combi Stick, I believe, is the only free equipment we have. So with Combi Stick being the only free equipment technically that we have, right. uh, officially that we have, costing zero, being able to get it from the KO pile, still building your field, and then equipping somebody with Combi Stick means that if you play um, Black Knight in your deck and you play Combi Stick in your deck, you got eight black uh, eight Combat Masters. That's really going to start being oppressive. That's really going to start being oppressive. You know, you know what I mean? Because it's like, Okay, when do I get to now shock somebody? Uh, you don't. You don't. <laughs> when do you get to use dramatic entrance with Dark Phoenix so you can bring in an extra resource with this jungle hunter? Uh, you don't. You're going to sit here and take it on the chin. You know? And then if they want to attack you, they have to make sure they get the, the attack right, but you can still shock them. Because if Dane Whitman gets a attack, they, he has combat master. You don't attack him with more than four. I shock. You don't even get to take him out. He comes back next turn. Team attacks with Black Panther. I'm flipping your stuff down. I'm flipping my stuff up. You don't get to play plot twist. Like I said, this, I think aggro control is definitely a thing. You know, definitely. So this, this combination, this, 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 and then, like I said, having leap. Means you're getting access to a lot of characters, man, with Black Panther. A lot of characters. So, um, our last preview is the location Wakanda. I, I think it's interesting that the text does say it is a special location. So, it is a wild. You will not be able to get it with Kane. Um, it has no team affiliation, which is interesting because that means it can go into mono decks. So, um, characters who are going to people who are going to play mono teams that actually want to use equipment, this could work for them. This could seriously work for them. So, uh, the keyword it is a keyword. 
not a superpower. That's already been cleared up. It is a keyword. Vibranium technology. During your build phase, your main character may pay a yellow. If it does, turn this location face down. Then search your deck for an equipment, reveal it, and put it into your hand. That's got OG verses written all over it. It's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I love this. This this location is bananas. Search your deck. So we've been so waiting I, for that that key that phrase right there. We've been waiting for that since the game came out. Search your deck. We have. So I I gotta talk about this because, uh, as you know. I've been on. Uh, I've I've got a whole company core thing that I've been trying to get off for so long with different characters. Uh, you know, we yep. tried Rain, we tried uh, Colossus, and, uh, and I have a few other characters that I think it might work with. But this helps the company so much uh, because the, their whole problem is they just don't have good enough characters, right? So the characters are slightly underpowered, like you have to use the equipment. And then if you try to splash them into other decks, it's it's still difficult because you need so much to go right for you to be able to equip the equipment, you know, to the characters. You got to pull the, you got to pull the characters. You got to keep them face up. Then you got to pull the equipment and it it can just get difficult to, to get that all, you know, work together. But with Wakanda, now you can search for the equipment. It makes it a lot easier. You can you can choose which one you want to search for. I, I definitely have to uh, pull that company core back out, see if we can get it to work. Because I think Black Panther is definitely somebody that might be able to work with it. Black Panther being able to work with the equipment so well is going to just be ridiculous either way it goes. Either, yeah. either way it goes. Because here's the thing, you're gonna do the statistical probability of how you build how many how you build so much equipment in your deck, whether it's tech equipment like the cubes or whether it's giving you a tactical advantage like a power loader. Either way it goes, you're gonna say, hey, I'm only gonna have X amount of equipment in my deck. Then I'm gonna play Y amount of Wakandas. Okay, cool. But you're still gonna pull into your equipment anyway. Just based right. off statistical probability. Like if I have ten equipment in my deck, okay, that's a one out of six. One out of six cards is going to be an equipment. You know what I mean? If I have ten uh, right. equipments in my deck, so it's like okay, my opening hand most likely between my opening hand or my opening hand and a draw, I'm going to have one equipment. So that means Wakanda is just giving me whatever technical equipment that I have one of nullifiers, cubes, maybe uh, a predator bomb, something like that. So, dude, th- this is just bananas. So let's let's make sure everybody knows about um, what, what goes on with Wakanda. Here's some notes from the article, the blog. It says, the powers on them are not superpowers. Your main characters must be face-up to pay for them. Your main character can use a wild special location from their team to pay for them. They don't count as locations with a specific power symbol. For example, like Black Widow's main character's level up power, red in her ledger, or Zutax paint to life. So, which is important to note, because what they're basically saying is um, 
some of the, those two characters or other characters, they need characters that have certain symbols. This doesn't count. Even though right. it shows a yellow, this does not count. <clears throat> and this is a keyword, vibranium technology. So that means since it's a keyword, you can shut it off. Yep. So you can nullify vibranium technology, and then people are just throwing these Wakandas in the resource row, and nothing's happening. You know, also, because that means Jessica Jones can't shut it off. Yeah. Yep. That too. But I, I'm wondering because it is a, a keyword. If you call keywords with um, Dark Phoenix, will it shut it off? Even though it's on a location, it should. Because it's uh, because it's face up, so um, that's that's going to be interesting too, you know, and see how how that's going to affect people, you know. But uh, like I said, this can't go in the resource row to pay for some other effect, because right. basically it, it is not representing a color at all. It does not have a, a color on it. It's a special location. It just does not use a superpower, you know. So basically, in order to use Wakanda, you're going to need two locations right? just to use Wakanda and more specifically you need a yellow or wild to get the job done so it's, it's expensive. Um, it, it is but being able to search your deck is ridiculous well it's I look at it like this. how many times have you said if I just had that one card at this one mm-hmm. specific moment I could have changed the outcome of this game it happens a lot. It so does. Being able to search for that nullifier when you need it, or being able to search for uh, chimichanga because you need to get stronger, or just just because it, it might be a really potent card in your deck that's only a one of, and you're not guaranteed to pull it every game. I mean, I think dark I cold. think of all. Say it again. Dark hold. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, so it's it's a powerful call. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That's what that I completely agree that it's, it's as expensive as as it is, because um, being able to search your deck should be expensive. That that should not be a power that's taken lightly. You know, you should you should be saying, okay, um, this is a two for one deal. And keep in mind, equipment are using resource points. So, yeah, this needs to be expensive, you know, especially if it's uh, part of your control strategy, part of some uh, combo strategy, you know, that type of thing, you know. So um, and the thing I like about it is everybody's not going to want want this card. You know, I could see if somebody's playing yellows already that they splash one in because they're going to say. Uh, I'm going to put this Wakanda in here or I'm going to put these two Wakandas in here just so I can get that one of equipment and that's right. going to save them from playing Ghost on 6. Exactly. You know what I mean? And they're going to put other characters in that spot and they're going to play that equipment whenever they need it. Okay, I got Wakanda. I got my yellow. Okay, cool. Let's see where we go from here. But Ebony Blade balances that out. And that's what I like about the preview. Ebony Blade balances that right back out because now if Ebony Blade flips your yellow down, how many yellows do you have before you can get to use Wakanda? 
You you know what I mean? So it's uh Or you can be the one flipping the yellow down and flipping yours back up. <laughs> that that too. So I like I said, I think this is a this is just a fantastic, fantastic card, dude. Is all these previews, like I said, I think the weakest one was Black Knight, but even he has his utility. And like I said, Combat Master is just ridiculous, man. Like, could you could you imagine if you had Black Knight, Combi Sticks, Spellbound, and um, uh, Crossbones in the same deck? I don't know how that would work. But Me either. Definitely Me either. <laughs> right, right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, a lot of these decks that's relying on Shock to bounce something that's relying on um, um, just you playing any plot twist, dramatic entrance and stuff like that, you're shutting it down. You're shutting it down right away. So it's like, okay, cool. Like I said, the more Combat Master, from my perspective, the, the better off we'll be. You know, But I think that's also letting us know what to expect out of this, this year, 2019, because it's like, okay, uh, maybe plot twists aren't the way to go because we haven't really been getting a lot of plot twists. You know, um, we've been getting team stamp stuff, but when was the last time we got something that's non team stamped? Was that unwavering loyalty and stand together? Oh yeah. And that was last. That was, <laughs> that was very recent though. <laughs> Right, Stand Together was just in crossover and Unwavering Loyalty came in Shield versus Hydra. What was that, 2017? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah, so we're not really getting a lot of non-team stamped plot twists. And one of the things I noticed is we're not getting more plot twists as powerful as Think Again, as powerful as Dramatic Entrance. I like the Champions plot twist but not enough to play champions. You know, I like Baby Avengers. I like um, uh, Fall Back. But I would rather play Think Again. I would rather play Dramatic Entrance. But also, because I like to do anti-meta stuff, I would rather play Combat Master than any one of those. And now I got even more Combat Master at my disposal. (laughs) So, like I said, uh, I see the... I definitely see the makings... I definitely see the makings of a very, very strong control deck between Combat Master and Ebony Blade. It's, it's going to be some strong control decks. I really wonder what the next format is going to be. Um, they haven't announced it. Hopefully they'll announce it soon or this week or next week to let us know, hey, the next format is going to be X. Okay, cool. So now we can start you know, prepping for it, you know. I just think these uh, next few sets that are coming out, uh, we see uh, kind of see what's going on with this with the Cosmic Avengers uh, thing. Uh, I think you're going to be seeing some strong keywords. And some, you know, we got the equipment recursion, we got the Combat Master focused on uh, a little bit of Swarm. I think Galactic Guardians is is going to make uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm expecting to see some more out of combat type shenanigans, and oh, then I think the uh, I think the villains is going to bring some more um, KO or removal from game types uh, situations. 
Uh, you know, with Mistress Dev, she'll probably be able to do something with the KO pile. Uh, you know, it's definitely going to be some control situations going on with the Infinity Gauntlet. Definitely. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think we're going to see a lot of interesting mechanics in these next... Man, I, I hope, even even if they just made the team stronger, one of the things that the early sets are missing is just multi-health characters. Yeah. Just give us more multi-health characters. I mean, like, I could play Magneto Mono. Yeah, he's tier two. But when you get that dude leveled up, and he's just blasting a resource every turn, that's ridiculous. Yep. If he had multi-health people, Magneto would be easily be close to tier one. He'd at least minimum, minimum he'd be 1.5. Minimum. I love Magneto. You already dude. know that. Yeah, Magneto <laughs> is Magneto is a beast. So, but like I said, um, I think he's the only playable MC that they have. I, I like Loki. I just don't like him enough. You know, um, so like I said, I think the supervillains, I think they're the ones that really, they remind me of um, Underworld. That's what they really reminded me of. Underworld seemed like an unplayable team, and it was unbalanced between them and Defenders until Underworld got their own set with Deadpool, with Deadpool and Friends. Mercs for Money came out. You combine that with Solo and Venom's got more help now. And and like I said, uh, now you're using Darkhold. It's dude, that that Underworld team really shot them up. Right. It really was the shot that they needed. So I'm really hoping that super villains, because they've been just booty tier for just the longest. <laughs> just really all as, three of these teams, man, have have have. The power creep has hurt these three teams a lot. Well, I mean, we, well, I, and I get it. Thor played, yeah, but other than yeah. him, and know. then Thor got played with another character from Legacy, Falcon. Right. You know, so exactly. it's like, well, duh. You know, you know, of course you're playing Falcon with Thor. You know, but um, I, I hope, I hope that hey, at least some of these characters, like I said, they just need more characters with multi health. That would at least assist. But the thing I hated worst about supervillains was you don't even play any of their plot twist. Nope. Like, I'm, I'm going to play even the odds. Maybe every once in a while I'm going to play give them a lift because I want to counter or I want flight on the character. Um, obviously, you play and think again, right? You know, and you play in uh, Earth's Mightiest. Duh. You know, that's, that's a gimme. That's a gimme. Um, I'm not playing any plot twist from... <laughs> Supervillains at all whatsoever. I'm not even wasting space on Extinguish. Nope. You know what I'm saying? If For I have what? Lethal, why do I need Extinguish? For you, what? you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. So I'm like, dude, I really hope Supervillains just gets a ridiculous steroid infused shot in the arm so that they can play mono and Magneto can be ridiculous. <laughs> you really focus on that Magneto, huh? My thing so, is... So, so are you saying you want more than uh, just Ronin, the Magneto six drop, and, and Thanos? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. I mean, at least Ronin got two health. If Ronin gets sprung the trap, he can at least flip back over. A lot of these characters, you spring the trap on them, they dead. That's it. You can Craven single-handedly dismantles almost every single character and every 
MC in the core set. Craven by himself. That's how bad the, the power creep is. So you can't sit back and be like, oh, I'm going to use these mono plot twists and make me a mono deck and go into the... No, you're not. You're not taking none of these core sets. I hate to say it, but even that X-Men set was just mediocre for X-Men. I haven't seen anybody play Goliath. Yeah. So now that I can shock Colossus to under six attack, he's going to go that back down to level one. You, you know what I mean? Why in the world am I playing Colossus? I don't know he what was kind of man most of that out. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Because he was probably the, the, the X-Men with the most uh, potential because he had X-Factor on his side so he could attack multiple people. You know, so um, like I said, it's... it's and I don't know, man. It's I, I really hope because hands down, super villains is just a terrible, terrible team. At is least there a some worse of these team other cards, in the game? No, because you know this is this is this is where I evaluate it. I sit back and say, hey, are we at least splashing in? Even if we don't like the MCs, are we at least splashing in a character from another team? You know what I mean? At least we could say, hey. If we splash in the character from that team, maybe we can use a plot twist from that team. What <laughs> character? What character are you splashing in from supervillains? Um, besides Ronan, Magneto, and Thanos. And I'll give Nobody. it to Sinister. I'll give it to Sinister. Well, Sinister, but, but he's for the not most from part, the corset. He's not from the corset. You know, so people have been splashing in Thanos from Jump. But that's because for a long time, he was the only eight drop we had. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get another eight drop till four. You know, so I'm like, and then the next eight drop we got was what? Hulk? So you see the giant gap. We're only getting one eight drop a year. You know, that type of thing. So it's like, uh, no, but nobody's really using it. And those plot twists are just completely 100% unplayable. They're just unplayable, you know. So I'm like, dude, just, just we we like, please, just give them some help. And and then the people that we're talking about are all multi health people as well. Sinister came in the legacy set, but he also has multiple health, you know. Um, he does some ridiculous stuff, you know. So I'm like, um, and then Ronin is situational because he's already understated. Because why am I playing Ronin? I'm only playing Ronin to discard cards. That's the only reason I'm playing Ronin. If I don't have some type of discard thing, I'm not playing Ronin. You know, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. They, they just so, not powerful enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. What, why in the world am I gonna play Ronin when I could be playing Primeval, Primeval Hunter? You know what I mean? And then JJ shutting off the yellow. Well, Primeval Hunter has a green. Green, green is gonna get me more places than the yellow would. Now I got to sit back and deal with JJ. Come on, you know, only you're only playing Ronin if you have a certain theme to the deck, right? You know, a lot of these characters they're just not they're just not getting played. Even Sinister, Sinister is only getting played if you have a certain theme to the deck. Getting into it with X Men because uh, they had Legacy that they could have helped X Men out. They had their own set that came out when they started doing these block formats. And now that I think about it, I think we play less characters from X Men than we do from Supergirl. Really? <laughs> well, 
we just we just sat back and said, I mean, overall, not just from the core set, but even overall, we play Ronin, we play Mr. Sinister, we play Thanos, you know, in the community. You know what I'm saying? So we do play some characters from supervillains, even if we don't play any of their MCs or plot twists. Well, who who do we play from X-Men? Maybe I'm overlooking it. Uh, well, I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. The last time I saw a character getting played from X-Men, Jamar played uh, a Psylocke in his Black Cat deck last midwinter in 20, 2018 where Burt won with Black Cat. Jamar had his own aggro version of Black Cat and he played Psylocke. Right. That's the last time I seen X-Men get played. Yep. And I played X-23. I didn't even play any of the plot twists. And I didn't even play any of the, the uh, support characters. I just played X-23 and got 10th place over there at, uh, at Fortune's Lab. Yeah, we need and to make uh, X-Men great again. Make X-Men great again. I, dude, we going through the same thing like OG, OG versus, man. X-Men was mediocre and OG versus. I'm about to make Colossus Tier 1, baby. Watch. I'm looking forward to it. Depends on what the next format is. We got to see what the next format is. You know? If the next format is saying oh, only use set teams, I'm still not playing them. <laughs> man, what did X preview said, man? I just sat back and made a Professor X deck and I should be put posting that up on the YouTube page um, oh no I didn't record you know and I had the uh, Professor X deck I didn't get enough yellows I mean I, I was able to swarm the field because I had new mutants so I can make people cheap and then Professor X can level people up with the graduation. Okay, cool. Right. So I was able to swarm the field. I flipped the green. I brought Deadpool back in. I leveled up Storm. I graduated her. Uh, and I'll give, I'll give it to him. Professor X levels up faster than I thought he could. But he is not tier one. He's not even. He's barely tier two because his people don't have multiple health. You know, the characters that you want. To use, don't have multiple health. You have to make the multiple health. <laughs> That's waiting though. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the only way I was even able to graduate was because I uh, ditched some cards with Cypher and drew more cards. And that got me to, um, um, what is it? Um, unwavering Loyalty. And then I was able to get my team attacks on with Unwavering Loyalty. If I didn't have Unwavering Loyalty, Dawson would have just stunned Cypher, and that would have been the new mutant I needed to go to level two. Right. Once you're at level two, it's no problem because you'll have plenty of people out to be able to give Professor X the XP. Right. And then you can go ahead and level up. Okay, cool. Because I think I used Cypher more than once. I pulled like two or three gifted and talented, so that drew parts. You know, so I was able to amass a decent field, you know, but like I said, uh, I'm not taking that to a tournament. Then the characters <laughs> I got in the deck, your new mutant characters, they're not even, it, it's bizarre because 
new mutant characters that you're getting XP with are not the same people you're graduating. Right. So you can graduate X23, you can graduate Cable, but Cable is not a new mutant. But his his um, MC is technically a new mutant. You you know what I'm saying? So it, it's like it's just weird. Like Colossus isn't a new mutant. He came in the core set, but his MC is a new mutant. You know, I oh, know he came in Deadpool with friends. Now that I think about it, anyway. <laughs> I, I, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, X Men is my favorite team, but I am not playing them dudes. Like, make X Men great again. Let's do that. You know. So, but these back to these previews, man. These previews, I can't I can't wait to get my hands on these cards because this is it's about a month away now. You know, a little bit less than a month. So we need to get that pre order in. Because this is this is going. If this is the next the next format uh, with the the Infinity War arc, it's going to be a mess, man. Because I got a feeling if they already pumping out cards like this, they're going to have to give us some level three people in there somewhere. You know, if they already pumping out cards this like this, it's going to be deep. Because the control sure. aspect, yeah, the control aspect is just so high, you know. So, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So, like I said, this is your boy Cell with Team Apex for the win, and your boy Vernley. All right, so that was the, the preview. Probably see you guys next week when they dish out another preview.